students and the teachers that have come are part of what they call Gen Yes. And Paradise Valley, by the way, is about 10 minutes from here. It's very close. And yesterday we had a chance to go out and meet with these students. And uh, I have to tell you, I've not been more impressed by a group of uh, students who have ideas about learning and helping all of us kind of figure our way through into the future. So these students are here for one big purpose today. They're here to help you as we go through the use of the iPod. So they will be dispersing into the audience. Uh, I'll probably pull a few up along the way to help out and show some of the applications that they like. And uh, so with that, why don't you guys just kind of spread out among the audience. And if you need help, you know, the, the uh, sign like this will bring these mentors right into the audience and they can help you. So. Uh, feel free at any time, that's what they're here to help us with. So, you know, the big question that we have, uh, and I think why a lot of you are, are here today, is what's different today? What's happening today with uh, the technologies that are being used in schools, with society at large? Uh, lots of things are changing, and certainly the biggest part of that is our kids. me wanting to learn is the fact that um, with the integration of iPod Touches into education, um, with over 140,000 apps in the App Store, there's always one that piques my interest on that given day. There's one for art, there's one for socializing, there's one for reading, and pretty much anything that the class requires, it can provide for. And it really, it's, I've witnessed kids who like, you know, first part of their day, okay, school is cool and everything like that, but then they get to a class where they have maybe a uh, card of iPod Touches, they actually want to get learning. They actually want to take the initiative and start to kind of broaden their horizons, seeing, okay, hey, if I do this, this reacts this way. And it really, it starts, it starts getting integrated into their lives, and it's, it's really cool to watch, you know? It's more like a thought. Like, we go to school and we know that we're going to learn through a more hands-on way through technology, and we're excited to learn that way. We're going away from writing things down on paper and just that old-school kind of way. We're going into a more technology, hands-on way, learning through games, learning through things that we can touch and we actually know about. But it's not a big physical change to the classes. It's more of like a, like a thought process that's going into the students. They know that they can do this, and it's actually happening. I, I don't think it's even like a look, it's just the, as he said, thought and a general feeling. And one of the things is that you, if you have a class of 25, you might only need five laptops, but it's still, it's infectious and the whole class, you know, if you work in groups, the whole class will, everybody will love it. And then it carries over to other classes and as long as you have that same thought and that 
you know, every class gets a little of it, you know, not overloading on one class, but every class has an uh, integrated part. I think it really uh, begins to become a mentality and become the norm in that school district. chose was classics. Um, the reason behind this is because most of the books that come on here I actually are in the curriculum here just to pick a book and I have it pretty much everywhere I go. How to really begin rethinking if you can learn just as much off of an iTunes U curriculum segment whether you're in Paradise Valley, in Illinois, in Harrisburg, or in Venezuela, or Mumbai, or anywhere globally, how do we begin to harness the innovation in a personalized way to really engage that passion so that they stay in school, that they become knowledgeable and great learners, and make it through? Paradise Valley is, uh, ha has a wonderful community that supports this through a capital override. And uh, in fact, here in a few weeks, we have a, a media fest where we give thanks back to the parents that, that's coming up. But we also have programs that, that are inherent. We're, we're trying to ramp it up into project-based learning. And everything from the Digital Learning Center, a couple of those students that are gifted are here today, uh, ELL projects that, that, that work on, uh, you know, um, centers to a Gen Yes program that we've got about 40% of our, we have 45 schools, so about 40% of our schools. And Gen Yes is very project-based learning, and it's doing something that we've done for 100 years, and but it's just doing it with a technology flair, and that's, I call it a, a student aids. And student aids are in the classroom with innovation, with support, with encouragement to those teachers who may be a, a little hesitant. But when the students are in the classroom, and they're their students, they're a lot less hesitant. It's, uh, they don't have to go to PD over at the district center or that kind of thing. They embed it in a project. So uh, do the students help in the professional development and integration of technology? Absolutely. So you too. And you're, you're first grade. Yeah. And do you like to use this, this device? Yeah. In first grade? Okay. And have something to choose. Click here. I got that trigger. Okay. And I need to press go. And just wait. So it helps you to count numbers, is that what it does? Yeah. Or or I click the right one. What you would like to do after high school and maybe comment on that? Or has it enhanced? Have you changed ideas about what you want to do with your own life afterwards? Um, I can speak per from personal experience. I have definitely, uh, through this program, Gen Yes, changed what I wanted to do with my life. Um, my father is an architect, and for a while I was thinking, hey, that'd be kind of cool because I like to draw and stuff. And so uh, I did uh, an internship at his office over the summer, and then freshman year I took a, a computer-aided drafting class so I could use the technology and really see from both angles, the business side and the technological side, of what goes into that field. 
And I thought, you know, this is cool, but it's not quite what I like to do. And then I found Gen Yes, where we're going out, we're helping teachers, we're setting up computers, we're innovative, we're creating projects, we're doing movies, we're doing uh, presentations, we're speaking in front of people, we're creating uh, uh, smart boards, we're doing all sorts of awesome stuff like this. And I am now wanting to go more into the uh, computer field, into uh, computer science and other stuff like that, to really build off what I'm doing in high school right now. Those important STEM fields, yes. So my question is, unfortunately, superintendents, we always have to think about these things, but these are very easy to walk away with. And so what safeguards are there at your schools so that the schools don't lose the equipment? And by the way, remember, you do have to return it when you leave. <laughs> All right, so there are some applications that you can get for the iPod Touch, and one of them specifically is called iLocation, where wherever there is wireless internet, it will automatically update you of where the location of the iPod Touch is. So say a kid just happens to walk off campus with it, the instant that they come into wireless um, communication, which is pretty much everywhere nowadays, the iPod, uh, the iLocation application will send you a notification of the whereabouts of that iPod Touch. If you could have all the resources and all the access in the world, what would you do with it? And what we're beginning to discover, and we've shown some glimpse so far this morning, is that that access and that reach and those resources might be in school, it might be in the media center, it might be in Europe, it might be in Asia, it might be in a student's room at home, as we saw that, that picture. And what students such as those at Paradise Valley are discovering is learning and knowledge can occur anywhere and it becomes incumbent upon teachers to be able to understand that, harness that, and then make that cogent in, a, in, in, the, uh, in the program of academics that we all live with.